Hi friends, in today's video, we're gonna be covering the five main reasons why I think consumers might be giving AMD's RX 6000 series GPUs a skip. Just like in previous five reasons videos that we've done, this is not necessarily a remark on the performance of the cards, but rather an examination of the entire market and whether or not these things are going to fit well into the market and the people who may or may not wanna buy them. So we're gonna get into the five reasons after we talk about today's video sponsor. Friends, today's video is brought to you by Chirp, and more specifically, the Chirp Wheel Plus that I'm currently using right now. The Chirp Wheel Plus is a back roller that stretches the muscles around your spine to relieve upper back pain, lower back pain, neck pain, and hip pain. It's shaped like a wheel so it can fit between your shoulder blades and massage deeply into the muscles around your spine, giving you a unique four-way stretch. The wheels feature a spinal canal that keeps your spine safe from unwanted pressure, and it comes in three different sizes. You got the Gentle, which is a 12-inch ring. You got the Medium, which is a 10-inch ring, and then the one that I was using in my chair, which is the deep tissue. I don't know if I'm audible in this, but bow before me, I am your chop king. So the main difference between each wheel is obviously the diameter of the wheel themselves. The smallest wheel applies the most amount of pressure and the largest wheel applies the least amount of pressure because of how your spine is divided amongst it. I find that the deep tissue one is really good for using up against surfaces, such as when I'm sitting in a chair, but then the gentle one's great for me when I'm just trying to stretch out on the ground itself. They have a weight capacity of 500 pounds, and after using them for several weeks, honestly, I love stretching, and the chirp wheel helps to make my back stretching a lot easier and much more convenient, especially when I'm sitting in a chair all day just trying to get that lower back pain out towards my hips. I can just use the, the deep tissue roller, which obviously this looks weird, but... So you can check out Chirp and their Chirp Wheel Plus three pack at the link in the video description, my friends. Feel good, do more with the Chirp Wheel Plus. So the first reason was supposed to be, um, you already have an RTX 30 series card, but uh, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen. So that's not what we're gonna be talking about for the first reason. The first reason why I think a lot of people are gonna give the RX 6000 series a skip is because of driver issues. This has probably been the bane of a lot of AMD card owners existence ever since they picked up Navi. It is not hard to go on the internet and find dozens and dozens and hundreds of reports of people saying that their 5700 XT or 5700 does not play well with AMD's drivers. It probably will lead to a lot of consumer hesitance at the beginning of the launch for the RX 6000. Regardless of performance, I think AMD hasn't done a whole lot to bring back the confidence to the consumer that they can trust these cards, even if AMD has made advancements in drivers. But just speaking anecdotally from my side, I've actually had to replace two systems that had AMD cards. My son's PC and our editor PC both had AMD cards in them until driver issues started bringing about black screen issues where the card would just reset every so often, making it completely unusable. It's the same issue across a variety of cards and with other anecdotal reports saying the same exact thing, it's easy to see why consumers might not trust AMD on that side. But reason number two is that just like Nvidia, AMD likely will experience some stock issues. However, it likely will not be as bad as what Nvidia experience. It appears that a lot of NVIDIA stock shortages might be due to growing pains from them switching to Samsung to produce their chips, whereas AMD is sticking with the tried and true TSMC. This means that they might be able to get very good yields on producing their GPUs, but we haven't had an 
AMD GPU launch where there wasn't stock issues at the very beginning, and also the fact that there weren't AIB partner cards at launch. So your Asus ROG Strix, your MSI Gaming X Trios, those haven't been available at the past two launches that AMD has done, and we've had to wait for months down the line. Now, thankfully, it does appear that AMD is actually going to be quicker to the punch to get those out, but it does still look like the initial launch of cards might be AMD reference only. Hopefully, that's not the case, but supplying these might be an issue for AMD. And in fact, they are still struggling to supply their CPU side of things. Go ahead and try to find me a Ryzen 3 3300X in stock sold by AMD. I dare ya. Now, let's go ahead and talk about number three, which is probably the weakest argument out of the bunch, which is going to be the lack of RTX and DLSS support. These are the main marketing features from NVIDIA's side of things that NVIDIA is going to lean heavily on to sell their cards if AMD is as competitive as the benchmarks seem to indicate. It looks like the 6800 XT is going to perform on par with the RTX 3080. However, the RTX 3080 does have deep learning super sampling up its sleeve, which allows it to render the game at a lower resolution, then upscale it using its AI processing so that it looks as good, if not better, and runs at higher frame rates. DLSS 2.0 actually looks really good. It's not some bad technology like the original was, so it does seem to give NVIDIA an advantage, but game support is going to be the thing that kind of divvies up whether or not it even matters, just like physics back in the day. So NVIDIA is going to push hard on the marketing. Some people might buy into that, and things such as it looks like Cyberpunk is going to be RTX on, which may mean that NVIDIA chooses to have some sort of proprietary ray tracing software solution going on that AMD technically can support. But just like in back in the day with Hairworks and Gameworks, it may run worse on AMD hardware versus the NVIDIA solution. So that could persuade some consumers to stay away from AMD. But let's get to more legitimate reasons, such as number four. All of the benchmarks that we've seen from the RX 6000 series so far, at least up until recording, have been synthetic, which means that they're in benchmarking applications like 3D Mark Firestrike or 3D Mark Time Spy. And as we We've seen in the past cards such as Vega 56 and Vega 64 and even to some extent Navi perform above their pay grade in synthetic benchmarks. But then when it came to actual gaming benchmarks, they didn't quite represent the same brute force horsepower that we were seeing in the synthetics, which just comes down to how programmers and game developers are designing their games to operate on AMD's GPU. So we could potentially, I hope not, potentially see a similar scenario here where the RX 6800 XT goes toe for toe in Time Spy, but then when you actually plop in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the NVIDIA card is just going to absolutely smack it. Obviously, we can't confirm this until we get real benchmarks out, but it's something that has happened in AMD's past that might make some people hesitant. And then number five, based on past AMD launches, they might pull some shenanigans here like they did with the 5700 series and 5600 series launches. In case you don't remember, Remember, with the 5700 series, AMD initially said that the 5700 XT was going to come in at a price of $449, which happened around the same time that NVIDIA was announcing their Super Series for the RTX 20 series. So the RTX 2060 Super came in at $399 and looked to undercut AMD's value, especially with the 2070 Super giving 2080-like performance for $499. It put the 5700 XT in a weird place, but it appeared that AMD already knew NVIDIA was going to do
do that. So right before launch, they announced a price drop to $399. So they kind of played a gotcha card on NVIDIA, which for the consumers was a great win, but not the same case with the 5600 XT. This actually ran into a same scenario where AMD published benchmarks on the 5600 XT coming in at roughly the $300 price point. It looked like they were on par with the RTX 2060, which was retailing for $349 at the time. Then NVIDIA dropped the price of the RTX 2060 to $299, and AMD decided, hey, we can't drop the price of the RX 5600 XT, but what we can do is overclock the memory faster with a BIOS update that the end user will have to do so that we can actually beat the RTX 2060 in value. So it did seem like AMD was anticipating it and they had a solution ready to go before launch, but it was a really rough situation for the consumer where they would have to flash their card at home, which is scary to a lot of mainstream consumers, but also made AMD look bad in that a lot of reviewers had to redo their benchmarks because AMD changed it at the last second. So is it possible we may see something like that from the RX? 6000 series. There has been a lot of bamboozling in the past from AMD, so it's hard to say. And I think a lot of the five reasons that I've kind of listed about the RX 6000 will have nothing to do with their price, their value, or their given performance, but rather trust in AMD's GPU division as a whole. Trust in AMD's CPU division is at an all-time high. Ryzen 5000 series seems to be a really good buy, even if people are slightly perturbed by the price increase. The Radeon side of AMD's seems to be struggling to gain market share insofar as they're declining in market share according to recent reports that have come out. So it does seem like consumer confidence is lowering for AMD and hopefully the RX 6000 series can rectify that, but they have an uphill battle to climb when it comes to getting consumers on their side, even if they might be the better choice this generation. It's hard to say that AMD won't be worth buying. I do believe that AMD understands their place in the market as the underdog when when it comes to GPU market share, and they're likely going to make sure that they're priced accordingly, but that doesn't necessarily mitigate some of the other issues such as driver insecurity or the fact that we don't necessarily trust them to put out the things that they're supposed to be putting out in order to get some sort of bamboozle on NVIDIA. It's hard to see where AMD is going sometimes, especially on the GPU division, especially when they choose to launch their GPU shroud in Fortnite. It just, it screams why. Why do you make these choices for Radeon when you're not making them for Ryzen? It seems like Ryzen is a great product for you. We can trust you 100% on this, but then you got the, what, is, what's, what are you doing here, AMD? So those are my five reasons why you might not be picking up an RX 6000 series, driver issues, stock issues, lack of DLSS, and potentially ray tracing performance might only be good at synthetic benchmarks, and AMD might pull pricing or bio shenanigans Again, let me know if you agree with these. Let me know if you have other reasons why you might be picking them up, or you could just tell me down below in the comments that you're gonna pick it up no matter what, especially since you haven't been able to get your hand on an RTX 30 series. I think that's probably gonna be a key comment from you guys. I couldn't get an Nvidia card, so I'm going AMD no matter what. I expect that to happen. Hit the like button if you enjoyed this video. Don't forget to check out today's video sponsor, Chirp. Get subscribed to stay up to date on all of our tech-related content, and I'll see you in the next video. Cheers.